welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Parr, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. We're going to explore some of my favorite topics, making money, entrepreneurship, business coaching, relationships, mindset, and of course, horses. So come along for the ride. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to bring you this episode I did with one of my clients, Steph. She is the owner and founder of ClayFit Nutrition, and she offers nutrition and fitness coaching for equestrians. What she does is really special, and so is her unique experience in her equestrian journey and her journey in entrepreneurship. We talk all about it in this episode. I loved having this conversation with her. Steph is such a gem and such a genuine human, so I know that you guys will love this and get lots out of this. If you're interested in working with Steph, I will leave all of her information in the show notes. And if you're interested in joining any of the programs that Steph has been in with me, our group programs or my one-to-one, be sure to DM me and reach out. I have limited spaces available. I would absolutely love to work with you and get your business off the ground. So I will leave you with this episode. Hi. Okay. So I'm Stephanie and I got into horses when I was about 10 years old. It was pretty much the typical story, like started at a summer camp and just fell in love with it. And then I got my horse dealer when I was 14 and just fell in love with him, fell in love with the sport and just couldn't let him go. And it was time to go away to university. And I just, I found a way to keep him all of these years and I've had him over 17 years now. And he's just such a blessing to my life. I just love him so much. And I love the sport. I love the people. Amazing. Oh my gosh. So how old is he now? So I think he's like 23, 24. Um, He's an older dude, but he's actually back in training with my coach. So he's still learning, still going. (laughs) Oh my God. He looks so good. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So then what did you pursue as a career? How has that morphed and changed over time? And maybe you can tell everyone a little bit too about um, Clay and how that's come about. Okay, it's a bit of a long story. So in my 20s, I actually decided to pursue acting and did that professionally for a while, and then decided to do a complete 180 and go into science and get my Bachelor of Science degree at the University of Guelph. So that kept me busy for a while. And From there, I graduated in the middle of a pandemic, and it was really hard to find a job, and I wanted to work for myself, so I thought personal training, nutrition coaching would be a really, really great place where I could kind of help people and kind of run my own business through that, but what I didn't expect to find was that through pursuing fitness and nutrition, it really started to help my riding, and my relationship with my horse just got so much better. And I'm like, wow, like people really, they really need this stuff in their life. It's really valuable. And I feel like it could help so many other horse girls out there and equestrians. So just had this passion to start this business and yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I can't remember exactly. I remember sitting at an airport boxering you last year at some point back and forth. And we were having this in-depth conversation about how, you know, people don't necessarily prioritize their health first but especially equestrians just as we are and has as we're built and we're always you know concentrating on the horse and so maybe you can speak on that a little bit and just even your own personal experience but 
some of the like the tangible things that you noticed as far as improvements when you're paying attention to like how strong and conditioned you are and the things that you're putting in your body I know that it's been a journey for me as well so yeah 100% I feel like it's very much a culture in the industry as horsewomen for us to just spend all our money on our horses and put them first it's really not uh, something that you haven't heard before but um so when I graduated from university the only job I can get was working kind of a manual labor job I was merchandising trees so lifting trees all day and I was so out of shape after university because I spent all day every day sitting on a desk and just studying um so that was a bit of a culture shock just using my body and getting back into shape but the blessing that came from that was I had the confidence to join the gym. And so I joined the gym so out of shape, but I just kept going and kept at it. And over time, I started to notice, hey, like I pulled back on my reins and my horse actually stopped. Or like, I'm not out of breath after cantering a couple of circles around and just, mm -hmm. I feel more secure in the saddle. Like, I feel like I won't fall off if my horse dealer does something like spooks or moves or, and just the confidence with that and the ability to go back to enjoying riding again and enjoying, you know, your horse, especially as an adult was just, it was just really great. And I'm like, I want to give other people this feeling like I really yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. And so maybe you can speak on a little bit of the mindset side of starting your own business um, and kind of what that entrepreneurial walk looks like. I know that it's a little bit new for you, but you've also just been, you have, you have these amazing ideas and you've been doing this a little bit now. And you are someone that I think is extremely emotionally intelligent and articulate and you're just like really aware of what you're feeling and the, and the people around you and the things that are coming up for you. So maybe you can share just because I talk about this all the time on the podcast, you know, it is, it is a journey and it's also difficult when you're technically walking that journey alone. So what's that been like for you? Honestly, it's been like the most fun I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's been so exciting and great. And the personal growth has been wild. And it's, it's, it's interesting doing an online business and doing the majority of the marketing through social media, because it's so easy to get caught into the mindset of comparing yourself to others and your growth to other people who are probably doing like super, super well. And it's just like, you have to have that confidence in yourself. And that's been a journey. And I just, uh, you know, I did the abundance accelerator, the 1.0 and just the confidence just surged. And it's honestly the best feeling when you feel like it's almost like a self-acceptance. You're like, okay, I'm not the prettiest person. I'm not, you know, the most talented person or the smartest, but I'm okay with that. And I like, I'm cool with who I am and I like the stuff that I'm putting out there in the world and I feel good about it. And it's just, it, and it's like, I think as women, we also feel like we have to be the prettiest person in the room or the most talented or have the fanciest horse in order to feel good about ourselves, but you really don't. You just have to be 
like confident in what you have to offer. And when you get to that feeling, which, you know, doing the business accelerator helped me to kind of was the catalyst to help me kind of get a little bit closer to that feeling. It's just, it's, it's the best feeling. And the fact that this business, I'm trying to help other people through it. It's just, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I I, sorry, go ahead. I hope that made sense. <laughs> it's just oh, kind of. It yeah, it was lovely. Um, and I mean, like, and it's not all butterflies and rainbows either. Like I know that I've run up against these walls so many times and, and so do you, where you either get into comparison or the people around you just genuinely don't understand what you're trying to do or do they maybe not support you and I feel that level of like isolation or just like it's very hard to accept yourself when those around you don't necessarily accept what you're trying to do and I know that you've experienced that as well but to see you go from like being so in my mind because I didn't know you very well I think we've crossed paths but I didn't personally know you you're so introverted to me And like to see the things that you have consistently shown up for and the people that you're inspiring every day and the way that you show up and the level of confidence that you have, because truly it is about intention. And that's what, you know, we go over that in the course a lot, but your, your intentions are so pure, like genuinely, we would have such long conversations about like, I just want to, you know, I met this person, I have this experience, someone said this to me, and I really want to help someone with this certain situation. So um, I love that about you. And I want maybe you could just tell everyone, just the type and the realm of things that you offer with fitness and nutrition, just in case they're interested in hearing more, because I know you do offer free consults as well. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thanks for saying all of that. That's so nice of you. Um, but yeah, I do personal training. So right now it's like an online personal training. I can design a workout program for the client and work on any muscle imbalances and do, I do a little bit of corrective exercises. So if you're having a hard time in the saddle with a specific thing, like getting your shoulders back or getting your heels down, we can design a workout that's going to help you um, fix those problems on the ground a little bit better. Also do nutrition coaching. So if you need help with weight loss or if you have bloating, or if you just want to clean up your diet a bit, totally can help you with that. And yeah, I'm working on some online courses. So it's going to be a little bit more accessible for most people. And yeah, yeah. You have lots of cool stuff. So I will leave all of your information in the show notes of this episode so that if anyone's interested in learning more at least at the very least they can follow you because you have such good content but I had another question too as I was thinking because I always love when you post recipes (laughs) because I'm such a bad cook and I'm also bad at meal prep and I always love seeing like easy stuff but what is your go-to like quick I mean I would say I also have seen quite a few good smoothie recipes that you've shared but maybe you can share your favorite for those writers who are listening that are like quick out the door. They're not that great at prepping stuff, but they have things in the freezer and fridge that they can maybe whip into a smoothie. Yeah, for sure. So if you eat meat, like if you like shrimp or any type of fish, shrimp are the easiest, fastest food, especially if you get the pre-cooked frozen variety and you just defrost them for two minutes. If you have some microwave rice on hand, just throw that in the microwave, throw the shrimp in there. You know, maybe you've got some vegetables on hand and then just do a really good sauce. It's super fast and it's really nutritious, low calorie, high protein. 
And yeah, that would be a really great meal to just. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you have a lot of them posted on your social. So <laughs> if anyone wants to go look at those, they can definitely see them. Um, but the other thing too, is, um, I know like all of us, especially in that program, myself included, but we always come up with against limiting beliefs when we're working on trying to expand and do things that are out of our comfort zone and post, you know, even market something on social or sell or all of those things. What do you think was one of your bigger or glaring limited, limiting beliefs that you kind of really came up against when we did that program together? And, and how have you been working on overcoming it? Yeah. So there's been so many, it was like a huge exercise in self growth (laughs) and just growing as a person, but probably the biggest one, especially with social media marketing was just getting over the whole visibility thing and just allowing people to see you, hear you. Um, and it really, it really, really matters. Like it makes such a difference. Even if you have like a hundred followers, like you're a smaller creator, it adds up over time. And then if you look at the back end, you're like at the end of the month, it was about 30,000 people watched my content on both TikTok and Instagram. And it's just like, whoa, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just getting over yourself and getting over, you know, everybody has those little mannerisms that maybe you don't like, or, you know, when I'm thinking I do weird things with my face and I just don't like them. And it's just, if you can move past that, not self-hatred, hatred, I think that's a bit intense to say that, but yeah. not like little things about yourself, you can go so far in life. And it was something when I was younger that I wasn't able to get to in acting because I would just mm-hmm. watch the playbacks and just get criticized. And I wasn't able to step through that and have the confidence to keep going. But now in my 30s, it's a little bit easier because you're a little bit older. You care a little bit less about yeah. just what you look like and what people think. And yeah, but yeah, the visibility for sure. Oh my gosh, that's it's so interesting, like coming from your background in acting, because it's so hard to put yourself out there like in general, but I feel like acting is quite intense. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how well I would do with that, but it's quite a, a trial by fire on like being criticized for what you look like and how you're talking and how you come across and all of that. I think it's, that is so interesting. I never really thought of it, but, um, but yeah, I think that, you know, and for, for a lot of people, it's almost harder to show up differently or show up more confidently or come on and, and you promote themselves in front of people that they know versus strangers. And this has been something that, you know, we've touched on together, but um, it's been something that so many people that I work with deal with. They're much more worried about those that are close or in their circles judging them than they are like complete strangers. So what's your take on that? Like, how is that for you, you personally? Yeah, that's a hundred percent it because when you're in front of a stranger, you just don't really care necessarily. They don't know you. They're not invested in your story. They're just, anything can happen. They could even like you. Like there's not that fear there, but there is a fear there when you're putting yourself out there and you're trying to be this new person, this like Mm. new confident businesswoman. 
honestly, like I've lost a lot of friends on, on this journey. And, and that's why it's scary because some people are not going to understand and some people are not going to come with you to like the new chapter of your life. And it hurts when it's somebody that you really love. And, and, and that is part of the entrepreneur journey. It, you know, it's not everybody is going to agree with you or like this new person that you're being. And you just kind of have to have that self-love inside of you and just keep going anyways. And just, I'm just like, I posted a little story yesterday just saying like how blessed I felt because yes, some people left, but they were replaced with new people. And I just feel like the people in my life right now are just a better fit and just better energy. And so if you are losing people, don't worry because, you know, they're going to, new people will come. There's so many people out there. Yeah, it's quite the quite the transition. We I think we talked about it too, you and I, because you make all these big internal shifts and you go through all this confidence work and you know you blast through the self-doubt that you have and you finally start feeling like you have this internal momentum. And then your external reality doesn't exactly reflect that. It's always lagging. And so it can be very hard when you're starting a business or, you know, stepping into this newer identity and version of yourself and everyone around you is like, who, what, hmm? And that's the transition period. And, you know, and I know that we discuss that where people start backtracking because they fear that they're not going to be accepted when they're starting to move into, honestly, their authenticity and that's where people get stuck. Like they don't really dive into what they want to do because at least I belong if I act like my old self. And you put it so beautifully that so many people go through this and you have to know on the other side that eventually, as long as you can kind of stick with yourself instead of abandoning who you really want to be, then your external reality, including all the people that surround you, they start to reflect that new awareness and new version of you I guess it seems really high level but it's so true like everyone goes through this everyone I work with and everyone you know in my life that's been an entrepreneur goes through this as well so I really think that was some really great advice from you just and I love that I saw that post I love that you're feeling like that and you're feeling like okay it's starting to come together like everyone in my life is feeling a lot more aligned and makes me so happy um but yes well, that's great. I appreciate you sharing all that with, with me. And um, before we go, if anyone's interested in joining any of my programs going forward from your personal experience, would you have any, you know, you've been in that person's shoes. So what does that look like? And what could it maybe potentially help them with? Like business coaching? Kind of like yeah. business yeah. coaching? experience yeah I think for me personally it was the best thing that I've ever done for my business so I mean I have like only positive things to say because it is you do need that person to support you when you don't have that support anywhere else in your reality like anywhere else from family or friends or your spouse or whoever um because it is a hard journey and there is that tipping point where you have to make that decision to fully commit and dive in. And that's when most people pull back and give up. And I, it took me to my thirties to finally be able yeah. to push through that barrier. But 
you know, and, and so having a coach and just also the practical tips are really helpful and just having somebody hold you accountable every single day and not just have it be a dream in your head where uh, you're just thinking about it. And it's so nice to think about, but nothing's happening in reality. And just the biggest thing I've learned from you um, specifically is just to take action. And that's just been the biggest game changer is just taking that action every day an action that moves the needle forward. And yeah, so thank you for being a Aww. great coach. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for being an amazing client. I love, I love working with people like you who are really honestly, like the decision of I'm going to this place makes a difference. Like you just believing in yourself and knowing that you have something very important and valuable to share with people, which obviously I believe as well. I've told you that. Um, <laughs> it is it is the difference. And those are the people I really, really enjoy coaching because we get to make magic happen. And I can't wait um, for the next little while together and all the things we're going to do. So thank you so, so much, Steph. This was awesome. Thank you too. <laughs>